Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to a VO's journey. You know, in this episode tonight, we are going to talk about how taking risks could be the very thing that your business has been looking for. All right, let's do it. This is VO's journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right. Well, I am so excited because this is episode number 60. It's really amazing uh, that we've made it to 60. And my hope is that we make it to 60 more and 600 more. But I want to thank everybody so much for their support. And I also want to take a quick second to thank Missy for becoming a Journey Top Tier Master over at Patreon. Thank you so much, Missy, for all of your support. And it really makes a huge difference. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So if anybody else would like to check out the amazing things that are happening over at Patreon, uh, like I just finished a Fiverr training course that I put on there. So whoever's a patron gets to view that for free. Uh, and it's really exciting. Plus some live things that I do and one-on-one coaching and, um, live direction as well. Go over and check that out and the link will be below. But anyways, moving on, I want to talk tonight about the serious matter of taking risks. You know, I, I know for me, it always comes down to, and then I'll be honest with you, I get fed up. <laughs> I get fed up with what is going on and that I want to, um, you know, move forward and, and stop being like, you know, pigeonholed or I'm, and, and it's myself who's doing it. And what I'm talking about is like, for example, you know, when you are reading, uh, reading a script and you're trying to find your groove. You know, you can't really, you seem like it's you're struggling to get the idea of how you should sound and you're questioning yourself and there's that little voice in the back of your mind telling you, hey, this doesn't sound right. You're not doing it right. You know, try to go up here or try to go down here. You need to add inflection. Don't breathe there. Breathe here. Oh, was I going too fast? Was I going too slow? You know, all of this stuff, all of this stuff pops into our mind. And I know for me, it really drives me crazy. Like right now I'm working on a book. And again, you know, there are times where, you know, it just creeps to the back of my mind. Am I reading this right? Is it too fast? Is it too slow? Uh, Should I have some more inflection? Should I be treating this differently? And, you know, I, I think that the, the key here to talk about, um, risk is that there comes a moment where you just have to say, you know, forget it. I am going to do what feels right for me. I'm going to step out on a ledge. I'm going to speak the way I want to speak. I'm going to say the words I want to say. I'm going to make it feel right. Um, If you've done a lot of audiobook work or you're just starting out on that, or even if you're starting out with some long form narration or maybe just some short form video narration or or corporate or commercials whatever you're doing then you know what I'm talking about when it comes to you questioning yourself and that moment and if you haven't 
got there yet. There will come a moment, and if not, I recommend you try this. But there probably will there probably will come a moment where you will be like, I have got to take a risk and just do my own thing because it is so annoying that I'm not doing my own thing that it's bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> so, I mean, if you haven't reached that yet, you will. Or if you haven't and you're not reaching that, you need to try it. And what that entails is you being, um, you know, you just doing how you doing it, how you feel, even if what you feel is crazy. You know, um, the perfect example, I went live earlier tonight uh, in some Facebook groups and, uh, you know, um, that was uh, meant to show off kind of the live thing that I'm doing for Patreon. And, um, you know, in that live, I was doing a job that I had today, one of the jobs I had for a character. And when I submitted the samples for this character, the idea behind it was that this character was very um, – was very proud of himself and laughed a lot at what he said and was very kind of, you know, just um, uh, like evil ringmaster kind of character, but uh, had a lot of had a lot of nuances and a lot of ins and outs on the back end of words and breaths and, you know, kind of giggles and and extra little noises with the way that the ring that this character talked. And, you know, I. None of this was was spoken to me about wanting, but I did that and I put it in for that character because that's how I felt. That's what it felt like when I was reading it. And the the client came back from the samples and was like, oh, my God, I love this is amazing. And I love all the nuances. Keep them in. Put more in. And, you know, that was a risk that I took. And the client ended up loving it. You know, they probably could have never told me to do that. Because I don't know how you tell someone to to do that effectively unless they can do it. But what I'm getting at here is that taking that risk, going for it, can lead to you being that unique and different person or different voice that you've been searching for. Because if you don't step out on a ledge and try it, then nothing is going to happen. And you're just going to keep producing the same stuff over and over again. Now, I know for me, when I first started um, narrating audiobooks, uh, I, I had um, I, I got a deal where I was doing multiple books, which was really awesome. And between us, I have no idea how I even got that when I first started. But it was a series of books. It was like uh, 30 or 40 books. And it just kept the, the, the publisher just kept sending them to me one or two a week, uh, just one after the other, one after the other. When I would finish it, they would send me another one. Even if I finished it in two days, they would send me another one. It was just one after another. And the books were under an hour, uh, and I, I I had never done any audio work before. This was when I first began voiceover. So I didn't even really know how to go about doing this. And I remember uh, voicing these books and reading and thinking to myself, I have no idea how I should be sounding. How, how do I make this sound natural? Should I sound natural? Should I sound intense? Should I speak with a low male voice because that's what everyone says is cool? Or should I, you know, should I speak with tons of inflection where I go up and down and don't take breaths? You know, I got this constant clicking. <laughs> I went through. I messed up my mouth. I went through everything. 
I went through everything where I questioned everything. And I think there there came a moment, and it was after quite a few books, where I literally I literally was like, screw it. I'm just going to read the daggone thing the way I feel that makes me comfortable, and I'm going to go from there. And if they don't like it, so be it. And you know what I found was it just and it's so funny because this happened to me this has happened to me throughout my life and maybe this has happened to you but i found that the more i did myself or my reading naturally the way i felt it the more the client the more it was it was um accepted with excitement and um you know applause you know what I mean and it's from my my youth too when I was young I I, and I don't know maybe you were super popular but you know I was uh, I didn't become popular until later in in high school if you we would talk about you know popularness Um, but but here's the thing Um, I realized late in life maybe or late in, in my schooling career maybe around my junior year that being myself actually got me more friends or more people interested in me than when I was trying to be someone else. And that meant like, if I was going to do something, I would do it. And then people would want to do that thing. You know, if I wanted to do this, I would do it and people would come along. Or if I didn't, if I did the, if I did this, people would do that. You know, it was, and it it was like, I wanted to do, I wanted to be me. I wasn't going to apologize for that. And what I found was, is that people responded to that. You know, people followed that. And people will follow your voice once you step out on that limb and say, I'm not going to be a cookie cutter anymore. I'm going to take risks. I'm going to try stuff. I might fail. You know, you might you might try something and the, the client totally hates it, okay? But a lot of times, if you follow your instinct and your gut, you know what I mean? And you be what you imagine you want to be. Most of us, if not all of us, can see what we want in our heads. I mean, we can see it and we can pretty much hear it, but we we don't have the confidence to say that's what people want us to do. And I know tonight for me, as I was working on this book, you know, I I again was like, you know, I'm I've got to be me. I've got to be me. And my mood at this moment is this. Now, that's challenging, right? Because when you're working on a book, especially a long one, you want to make sure there is uh, consistency throughout the book, right? One part of the book is indifferent. However, however, that's not always true, right? Because books have, even nonfiction books, they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. There is a starting out, there is a middle, there's a, cli- there's a you know, rising action, a climax, falling action, all right? The conclusion, there's all these things, and those things have to change. You know, and it's our job as narrators or interpreters of the script to convey that message. Um, but I, I do think that that risk comes in when you have to make decisions about how it's supposed to sound. What is that extra breath or extra, like maybe instead of ending low, you end high, or maybe instead of going fast, you go slow in a section or you take an extra pause or you really punch home an idea or you go fast instead of slow with a tag on the end. You know what I mean? You leave it out there. It, you just you just throw it out there. You don't care whether it sounds super intense, right? You know, it's just super intense. 
And, and, you know, I love Nike. A lot of Nike stuff is like that. You know, they throw this stuff out there. It's kind of intense, but they're just these, you know, you know, ordinary people. They've done a lot recently, you know, ordinary people and talking about being extraordinary, but you, you know, ordinary people being extraordinary, um, because they are pushing the limit of themselves. And I think that speaks so much to what we're trying to do is push the limit of, of ourselves. And you push the limit by taking risks. Now, let's talk about you not only taking risks when it comes to your script reading, but also with your business. You know, are you going out there and contacting people, you know, and taking that risk? Are you making phone calls and taking that risk? You know, it's easy to, and I'll be the first to tell you because I go through this a lot. There will be times where I am so busy, I can't breathe. Like right now, I'm super busy. But then there will be times when I look around and it's like the crickets are chirping. You know, where's all the business? And I just, you know, sitting around twiddling my thumbs, I need to do something. I need to get business. I need to work harder at that moment because that's what my business needs. So, you know, taking a risk comes into are you going to play it safe and message, you know, somebody online? I mean, like, are you going to go and look at your portfolio, like look at your, your gig, or are you going to look at, you know, try to change something here or there, or are you going to try to go out, take a risk and contact somebody, take a risk with a new idea and start, you know, um, you know, start down a new path maybe because the path you're on isn't working. You know, uh, maybe you need to uh, take a risk by, you know, going and setting up um, a business account, you know, or getting your license, your business license, like making it official. Or maybe, you know, you need to take a risk by, you know, betting on yourself and purchasing that piece of gear that you need. Now, I never, I never, you know, I never want to tell people that they have to buy things in order to be successful. But there are some times where you have to invest in your business. When, it, when you are growing in order to become more and more professional. And hopefully what you are doing is as you make money in your business, you're reinvesting it into your business until the time comes where your business is making enough money uh, efficiently enough and supporting itself enough that it can then start paying you, okay? But, um, but everybody's situation is different. So what I'm getting at, though, is all of those are risks. And a lot of times when we don't do things, we disguise it under the the guise of us being lazy. But the reality is, is that we are afraid to take the risks that it takes. You know, like, for example, maybe you're afraid and, and to take a risk of putting yourself out there because you're afraid that your demo is not good enough. Okay, I know I've had that fear multiple times. And right now I'm going through that transition where I want to get music uh, on my demo and stuff. But the reality is, is the time it's going to take me, I'm you know, I'm I'm busy left and right with work. I don't have time. And then I stop and think to myself, well, does my demo really need music because I'm so busy? Well, yeah, it needs music because I'm ready for it to have music. But I'm so darn busy that I don't have time to put it and do the work because, you know, you want, you know, I work a full time job. I come home dealing with family and then doing all this with all the the books and the commercials, everything that I'm working on. So, I mean, there's always something there that you've got to step out and you've got to take a risk with. Okay. So maybe, maybe, you know, it's something that you are not doing because you are, you know, afraid that, you know, you won't, you'll do all this work and nothing will happen. 
and then it will confirm the fear that you suck. Right? I mean, those are those are real issues and real feelings that I think all of us have. But you know, we got to step out on a limb and take a risk and realize that once we take a risk and we step out there, it's really not that scary. But the part of pushing ourselves to actually take action, that's the scary part. Because taking action on something that you're not used to taking action on is doing something different, is doing something new. And that is hard. That's hard for us. That's hard for anybody. Okay. And that's where we have to be willing to take a risk comes in. You know, take that risk and go for it. The worst that can happen is nothing. Right? The worst that can happen is nothing. And then nothing is happening. And so you're no better off than you were before. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Braveheart, but I love the one the one scene in there where um William Wallace says uh to his lieutenant, uh, do you know what happens if uh I don't go? And the guy's like, What? And he said, Nothing. And you know, that's the you know, that's the whole thing. You know, uh, if you don't do stuff, if you don't go out there and take a risk, if you don't, you know, try, well, nothing will happen. And that in itself should be more torture than the fear of taking a chance. But I know it's not easy. And I know I have gone through and I still do. I still do. But that's where the courage comes in, right? It's not the absence of fear, but it's willingness to move forward in the face of that fear. Right. That's courage and that courage to take the risk. So I challenge you all to take a risk, even if it's simply contacting a few people and asking for business or or simply letting them know that you're a voiceover artist. Maybe it's telling your family finally that you're you mean to do this for real. It's not a joke. Get off my back. All right. Maybe maybe you need to tell maybe you need to tell your 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 spouse, you know, that that you need their support. Maybe, you know, the risks come in all forms and fashion, right? Maybe it's time for you to step away from your job and take that risk. I know for me, that's a real one that I'm really pushing for, okay? But it is scary as hell. You know, all of these are risks. And there are times when you've got to take a risk because if you don't, again, nothing will happen. And I can't think of anything worse than nothing happening. That's 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 like the worst possible outcome is nothing, right? All right. Well, I guess that got pretty deep. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that is helpful to you, and uh, maybe that you know, hopefully that gets you going and makes you want to go out and take some sort of risks. You know, I know for me, it, it it's exciting because I'm trying to take risks and do new things. You know, like with this Patreon and and. You know, um, letting people know about supporting me, and and it's it's a risk because it's scary because you know I, I never want to make people think that all the purpose of anything I do is about money. But then I realize that at the same time, you know, I, I can't survive. I can't do these things that I want to do for everybody unless somehow I have money, right? I mean, we all have to have that. So it's like you know, I it's a it's scary for me you know, to, to put myself out there and say that, but it's a risk that I want to take because I realize that, oh, I hope, I hope that I can help more people, you know, so take the risks, go for it and learn from them. 
All right. And I'll be right there with you doing the same thing. All right, you guys, you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Thank you again, Missy. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, you guys have a great, great day. And go get them, all right? Peace. <laughs>